Hi everyone, welcome back to Prevention Nation, where we believe education and awareness can change the culture of violence. I'm your host, Roy Lutz. Welcome back to Prevention Nation, it's Roy here with Caitlin, and uh, we're going to be wrapping up uh, May, the Mental Health Awareness Month, with uh, a conversation about uh, ways to help mental health. I don't know if we should have done this one for the first one, ways to help, but you know what? We've talked about mental health all month, now this will be for the rest of the year to get until back until this next mental health awareness month in 2024 right it's gonna Whatever. fly by <laughs> it's gonna fly by okay um you've really blown my mind this uh these conversations that we've had over this month around mental health awareness um your the brain chemistry and mindfulness and whatnot so um let's talk today about ways to help mental health what are you what are you talking about here um well when i say mental health help what's the first thing you think of I, I guess the first thing I think of is medication. That's no. what I go to. Yeah. So a lot of people go like medication, therapy, um, and that's very like traditional. Yeah. Um, you know, so when we're looking at medication, um, a lot of times antidepressants. Um, there was a time in high school, I don't think I had one friend that wasn't on an antidepressant. Um, and those are just used to the, correct those chemical imbalances in our brain. And sometimes those are important, but that's a decision that also needs to be make, made with a doctor, right? Right. But um, it doesn't have to be something that you're on forever, especially if you're looking at things like anxiety or depression. Um, sometimes people just need some help managing anxiety and depression while they're learning coping skills, maybe in therapy, or maybe they're navigating a hard life circumstance. Um, I've had, I had a friend who they had something in their life pass, and so they started taking um, antidepressant. And, you know, when they got through therapy and really felt like they had grieved and coped with that, they talked to their doctor and they weaned off of their antidepressant. Interesting. So, again, just something to have that conversation with your doctor about what's going to be best for you. Yeah. Um, But a lot of times medication is, you know, used in partnership with therapy. Yeah. Um, I know we talked earlier about, you know, top-down, bottom-up processing. Mm -hmm. Um, We talked about CBT, which that's that cognitive behavioral therapy. So your traditional talk therapy. Um, And it's nice to talk to a third party, and it can be really important, especially, you know, as adults to have um, formed brains, um, just talking through, having that outside perspective to maybe give you some advice Mm -hmm. on what you could be doing, maybe coping skills to use. Right. Um, That can be super important. But there's also DBT. So this is the model that I used in my previous job. So it's that... Dialectical behavioral therapy, and that's used typically for personality disorders or interpersonal conflicts. Okay. Um, And I don't know if you know much about people, but there's a lot of interpersonal conflicts. Uh, Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. (laughs) Um, So it can be um, useful also when thinking about like suicidal ideation, self-harm, and actually substance abuse as well. Okay. Um, So that is one that we talked about, you know, associated with mindfulness, with that um, Mm -hmm. bottom up processing so um those are those things that we typically associate with help and those can be super great again talking with your doctor getting those referrals to therapy but there are um some serious wait times for mental health services now especially those cbt dbt services but um there are other things that we can do as well maybe you just notice yourself being more sad than usual um and, you know, depression is very specific. So it's um, those feelings of being sad for, like, a long period of time. So right. um, I think typically they look at, like, longer than three months. Um, but um, something that I like to use a lot whenever I'm struggling with mental health um, is exercise. And there is some c- 
series of research behind why exercise works. Um, I don't know if you've ever tried to exercise when you're upset. It can be hard to get yourself up. Yeah, it's I know. pretty hard to motivate. Yeah. Yeah. But um, have you ever heard of runner's high? Yeah, I have. I have heard of it. Yeah, I have a friend who's a runner, so. Yeah. And as somebody that doesn't run, it's like, that is bizarre because I don't like to run. It hurts. I can't imagine how Yeah, I can't imagine would... ever getting to what, you know, to a runner's high. So. Yeah, but with our brains, our brains actually um, release these cannabis-like chemicals. They're called um, endo- endogenous cannabinoids. Mm-hmm. Um, so that is what our brain produces. That It's that euphoric feeling, um, sometimes associated with dopamine as well, with that um, like those pleasure receptors. Okay. Um, but that's that runner's high. So when people exercise, they can reach that like euphoric state. Yeah, crazy. Can't, I don't get it. Can't relate with running. Yeah. But I but do. other things. Yeah. So I am a dancer. So sometimes when I'm having a bad day, I will just go and I will move my body. And even just forcing myself to get up um, will be super beneficial for me. But um, there are those, you know, chemicals in our brain. It helps um, reduce anxiety. It helps reduce depression. It actually, it stabilizes mood. Um, it, it releases those feel-good endorphins that we talked about. It, um, actually, exercise has also been found to alleviate symptoms such as like low self-esteem and social withdrawal too. Yeah. Um, just gives people like a sense of belonging and makes them feel more comfortable in their skin. There's actually, um, I used to work with a lot of kids that had eating disorders. Yeah. And a lot of them would work on yoga. We would do yoga together. And it's that idea of strengthening that mind and body connection. So okay. um, when you're experiencing things like depression and maybe you're experiencing an eating disorder, um, there's a severance between your mind and body. Um, maybe that's because you're dissociating, you're not wanting to really check in, you're not using that mindfulness that right. we talked about earlier, right? Yeah. Um, so that mind-body connection is strained. So exercising, you're having to focus on your body. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Well, and it clearly works for a lot of people and is very healthy for you. I know in my Power Up program, sixth, uh, sixth grade program, I was just recently at Carlisle, and uh, on day three, we talk about resilience. One of the things we talk about is this uh, idea of restorative resilience. So, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, there's natural resilience that we're just born with, but restorative is something that we have to work on, some skills and things that we have to do um, to develop better um, coping skills for anxieties and depression and stuff. And so I go around the room and I let the kids share some of their restorative resilience uh, strategies. And so many of them say exercise. They say, like, get outside, play football. Get outside and, you know, throw a baseball around or go play basketball or go for a run. Or, I mean, so, I mean, it's clearly real, right? I mean, these kids, these kids express it, so. Yeah. So, and I think a lot of kids, you know, we've talked a lot this week or this month in general about how um, sometimes parents don't pay attention when their kids are saying, I'm really struggling with mental health. And they're saying, oh, like, your generation and your mental health. So they're having to find ways to cope. And hopefully they go the route of exercise. But that is how we see some substance abuse in, like, teenagers. Right. right? Um, But, I mean, that's what they're saying because that's the skill that they have found that works for them. So Mm -hmm. it it does work. But um, also associated with exercise is what we're putting into our body, like food. Right. So there are foods that can trigger anxiety. Um. As somebody that does struggle with anxiety, I shouldn't drink as much caffeine as I do. Probably not. Yeah. Right? So it does sometimes make me jittery. It, it um, We've talked, you know, about ADHD as well. When you have caffeine and ADHD, some people say, like, it chills them out. Me, it makes me 
um, more hyper aware of what's going around on around me, which then triggers my anxiety. Right. Um, but and then food high in trans fats and saturated fats also can um, trigger anxiety as well. Well, you know, and you know, I don't think we're sharing anything that's um, super revelatory here, but foods are fuel. It's just fuel. Exactly. You know, I mean, it's it. We're we're a machine. It, your car. What what do you expect to happen to your car if you put in? terrible low quality um horrible gas that barely even qualifies as gas maybe in some cases doesn't even have any of the properties of gas what do you think your car is going to do it's either going to run or not run or run terrible falling apart and and i imagine that would have impact not just on the gas tank but it's probably going to have fuel injection and all the different components of the engine it's going to start to degrade everything in that engine when you're feeding it nothing um, so our bodies, it's sometimes shocking to me because even though, like I said, it's not revelatory, it's shocking to me that everybody I know almost walks around and talks about how absolutely miserable we are all the time and how tired and depressed. And then I watch us, um, collectively, I'm not trying to pick out any one person cause I'm super guilty of it, but then go eat Arby's and McDonald's for lunch and then dinner also like, what do you think? is going on how is this how is that linked to your mental health it is it's got to be linked to your mental health so exactly your body is working to produce um all these chemicals in your brain keep everything regular and if you're not yeah i'm thinking back to the brain conversation yeah exactly like if you're not fueling your body to um create these things yeah you're setting yourself up for failure right my body is not producing all of its things the way it ought to it's degrading um, and as a result, yeah, my dopamine levels and all that stuff, everything's got to be impacted. So exactly. So that interesting. Means, but that can also get into a deeper conversation um, of like a cheeseburger is a dollar and a salad is five. Absolutely. Yeah. You're talking about uh, accessibility to healthy uh, foods and then you're talking about the Food and Drug Administration and the meat industry and the agricultural and animal agricultural in general. I mean, like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Right. The wax on our apples. Oh my gosh! I mean, we could talk forever about the thirty documentaries that have been made over the last five years on this stuff. So I try not to think about it. Yeah, <laughs> but you try not to be mindful. Yeah, uh, I'm about trying to the be impact of our yeah. Trying to be diet. mindless in this situation, but there are foods that boost serotonin and dopamine. So we're thinking like omega three fatty acids. So right, like fish. Okay. Right, so, um, and I always thought my grandma was, you know, a little bit off her rocker, but she would take fish oil pills. Uh, I, I take fish oil pills. Yeah. And I understand it now. Yeah. But like, because it was good for her in a lot of different ways, but also like she really struggled mental health wise and she had actually worked in a psychologist's office. Hmm. So I'm sure that's something she had picked up through her like years of training and her professional development is that, oh, omega-3 fatty acids are good for your brain. So if she was struggling, she's like, let me take these and helped her in a lot of different ways. So can I share uh, an embarrassing fact? Of course. Okay. Um, I take fish oil pills and I take iron tablets. And I'm not going to lie. <laughs> like, it messes your stomach up, doesn't it? Oh, they, yeah, it sure can. <laughs> but, I'm, but I'm not going to lie. I uh, Fish oil, I'm not even sure. Is it actual fish oil, like oil from the fish that's in those pills? Because if it is, I've always been under the illusion it was. And as a result of it, I think I, I transferred that same belief to iron pills. And I used to get grossed out taking my iron pills because I thought it was like blood. I thought it was a, I thought it was like blood compacted into pills, like dried, dehydrated, and then packed into pills. And my wife was like, 
Roy, that's it's not a blood pill. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, I felt very vampire-like. Yeah, I felt so, ugh. I thought it was gross, but. You have to be careful with iron pills. My yeah. brother had, he's also silly. He's going to probably be upset with me. But he took, I was, I'm anemic. So okay. I've always taken an iron supplement. And he was like, oh, I should do that too. But he doesn't have low iron. Yeah. And so all it did for him, it raised his blood pressure so high. He had a fever and he turned bright red. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, we can we can talk about my iron deficiency <laughs> later. But yeah, I, I just that was an embarrassing fact that I thought I'd share with. I thought you were a vampire. Yeah, I thought I was tablets. eating blood pills. Yeah, it was weird. Anyways, we may have to cut that? that out. I don't know. I don't know. No. Put this in the blooper reel. <laughs> yeah, the blooper reel. We digress. Okay, so exercise, food, right? And um, since we brought it up, I mean, is uh, and you know, obviously we've had a whole. Um, podcast on mindfulness that's also uh, a way to to address our mental health needs right through yeah, mindfulness okay through mindfulness so. i know we talked all about that in the last episode so right. if you haven't checked that out you definitely should absolutely but yeah mindfulness um that is something that they do talk about like in certain like therapeutic settings though we mentioned yeah. that as well so um because all these things none of these things are going to uh, occur in a, in a silo or on an island right these things are going to like uh, intersect i can be in therapy and part of my therapy might be some mindfulness, but uh, simultaneously, I'm also trying to exercise and eat right. You know, so yeah. this is a this is a this is a total body response to some mental health issues that I'm going through. If I'm going through depression, anxiety, or even if I'm not going through, to ward those off. I mean, as a, we're preventionists, as a matter of prevention, yeah. if I'm talking with people, utilizing my resources, taking better care of my body. I'll probably fare better, right? When you take care of your body, your body takes care of you. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. Interesting. Well, um, are there any other skills uh, you'd like to talk about with uh, with regards to boosting our mental health or just keeping ourselves strong and aware? I mean, is there anything else? Um, yeah, I don't know. Just taking care of yourself. I know that sounds so easy, right? Like, right. Oh, just take care of yourself. It can be hard. Right. And then I think another big thing that's not on here is building your support systems. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So um, I've talked a lot about, um, you know, my mental health. And I also have friends that struggle with mental health. And something that I think has been super beneficial for me and my friends is that we, we have each other. Right. Yeah. So when my friend is having those days where she knows if she gets up and takes a walk, she's going to feel so much better. Um, but she's not getting up. She's right. depressed. It's hard. You know, I will go over there. I will be the person. I show up and I'm saying, hey, it's time to go on a walk. And she's like, I'm too tired. If you're too tired after 10 minutes, we can come back. Like, yeah. It's that promise. But usually, you know, what happens, like, it gets your day going. So, you know, having that support system, um, having that person that you can rely on to hold you accountable to get up. Or, you know, maybe you do have a day you just need to lay in bed. But having that support system of somebody right. being there for you. Um, and then also being that for other people. Yeah. Right? It's the give and takes of relationships. Well, that's great advice. I, I would I would think that uh, for me, something I would I would recommend is um, paying paying attention to what's typical for you. You know your baseline. Mm-hmm. Um, understanding and, and you know maybe this is uh, maybe this is the dad in me, and maybe my kids are cringing right now. But um, that you know there are seasons in our lives that are more challenging. It is it's um, it's wild to me to think that adolescents feel like they're not supposed to be stressed you are your brain is developing you're um you're experiencing interpersonal relationships new interpersonal relationships for the first time in your life 
that are complex and detailed. You're, you know, the, as you go through your teen years, you're developing, uh, you're doing more and more schoolwork and intense, like maybe a job. And, you know, I mean, that just comes with um, increased stressors and increased anxiety and strain. Um, so don't, I guess my, I guess my advice is don't think that you're supposed to feel perfect or fine all the time, right? I mean, there's a, there's a sense of normal and typical what's for you. It's when you start to go outside of those things that you need to absolutely get some help and talk to some people, but be aware that, you know, you will have some struggles and to use some of these mind, uh, mindful techniques, mindfulness techniques, and other strategies to manage those, those difficult times. So that's our advice. I don't know. What do you think? I think that's perfect. Okay, great. Well, uh, take care, everybody. And we will uh, continue to put resources and services in our notes. And uh, stay tuned for uh, what uh, June has for our podcast with some of our summer prevention programs and hopefully some really cool guests. Thank you so much.